0: Hello, and welcome to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. I am your host, Blaine Bartlett. And uh, today's episode um, is with a very interesting entrepreneur. And um, I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. I certainly am looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it since we had it booked. So the fellow that we're going to be speaking with is a, a gentleman by the name of John Vong. And uh, he's a Canadian entrepreneur, and I'm going to get into more detail about him and what he's doing as part of our introduction as we start stepping into this. Uh, but for those of you that are new to the show, just a little bit about contextually what you're, you know, kind of in for here. <laughs> the soul of business, you know, when that word combination is presented to people, they sometimes will scratch their head and go, what are you talking about? Businesses don't have souls. Um, well, in fact, they actually do. And uh, the fact that many people think that they don't have a soul is why we have such a high rate of employee disengagement on, the, on literally on the planet today. And, and I reference this all the time. Yeah, Gallup uh, can, you know, has done studies and polls uh, annually for over 25 years. And the rate of disengagement, employee disengagement worldwide amongst employees is around 87 percent. So only about 13 percent of employees actually show up with any kind of meaningful intent the other 87 percent show up but they kind of go through the motions and that's a consequence of being detached from or disassociated from spirit and i use the word spirit and soul kind of interchangeably here and i don't mean this in a religious sense i i mean this literally in a life-affirming sense everything has a soul And Carl Jung, the philosopher at one point in time, was asked to define what he thought the soul was. And what he said was, paraphrase it, that what the soul is, is that voice, that little tiny voice, that spark that cries out to be more. It, it, It seeks growth, it seeks expansion, it seeks expression. And everything has a soul. A tree has a soul. It seeks expression. It seeks to express itself in a, in a very unique way. The same is true with businesses. And this is why I love working with entrepreneurs and talking with entrepreneurs. They have an idea that wants to be expressed. And that idea, early on, gets watered, it gets nurtured, it gets fed. And there's rocky times, you know, for most entrepreneurs. And at some point, in t- you know, there's a, there's a toehold and the business becomes viable. It takes root. And then it starts to grow. And the business obviously is the delivery mechanism for that spirit, that idea. And there's a point in just about every organization's history where the business starts to become more important than the mission. And that is a dangerous inflection point because if you're not paying attention, you now have a business with a mission as an afterthought as opposed to a mission with a business as a delivery mechanism. So the entrepreneurs that we bring onto this show, you know, the soul of business with Blaine Bartlett, are folks that are actually keeping the spirit alive. They've, they've gone through the fire. They've, they've been up and they've been down and they, they literally know what they're talking about when I start to work with this. So our guest, John Vong, is an entrepreneur. He's Canadian. Uh, what's fascinating uh, in part about him, and there's a, a whole lot of things that are fascinating, but one of them is uh, just his immigrant story. Um, in the '80s, his uh, parents uh, um, were refugees coming out of uh, Vietnam at the conclusion of the Vietnam War, settled in Canada, and uh, John was born shortly after that. But he's got uh, th- this, this immigrant story where basically starting from nothing and building up, which is actually quite a very successful business today. And he's <laughs> yeah, part of his biography. He's uh, he, he touts. Uh, uh, almost proudly here, that I've had just about every job you can imagine. Uh, you know, jobs everywhere. So as I start speaking with John, we're going to get a little bit more of the detail about his background from paper roots to where he's at right now. Uh, but I want to welcome John Vong. John, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Blaine. Um, I'm excited to uh, be on the show and share with your audience some insights uh, any, any way I can.
0: Good. Well, it is an absolute joy to have you on the show. And I want to start with something that I start with all the time on the show. When you hear the phrase, the soul of business, what does that bring to mind for you, particularly as an entrepreneur?
1: Um, And this is a great question because uh, for me, the soul of my business all revolves around family. And this is the strongest bond in terms of any relationship. That you can have, and because of my immigrant background and my upbringing, um, my family is the closest bond in my life. And what I've kind, I've formed at my organization and company is, my team is like a family, and what we refer as LSS family, and that is the closest bond in terms of relationship, an extension to the actual family that they currently have.
0: That's great. Yeah, and what, I, what I like about that is you know, the, the focus on relationship. Now, family is the, 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 the pointy tip of the spear, so to speak, here in that regard, and that's kind of the, the uh, uh, metaphor for it. But all an organization is, all any organization is, is a collection of people that are in relationship. That's all any organization is, whether it's a family unit in, in the traditional sense or a large organization, people in relationship and uh listeners this this show have heard me say this before but yeah relationships the 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 tip of the iceberg would be the interpersonal relationships but you start going deeper in that and everything has a relational quality to it you know people have relationship with the mission of the organization the values the culture they have relationship with parking places they have relationships with their desks they have i mean we have relationships with everything and to the degree that these relationships work well, you've got a pretty good shot at having a pretty successful organization. So as an entrepreneur, with that you know, little bit of a uh, setup there, you talk about family being the, the key focus here. What other relationships, and I, and, I, and I mentioned this because your organization is quite successful, what relationships do you objectively pay attention to in terms of how they're working beyond just the interpersonal?
1: So um, I feel that the, the client relationship that we go out and meet um, and bring on, they have to be a good mode to our core values, right? And the, the real mission of providing more than just revenue and income taking on that next step of really having a community focus where they're actually impacting their local community to do good. Right? So the relationship of accepting new clients that actually have a purpose of really wanting to not just pad their pockets in terms of revenue, but doing more. And also our, our staff, we go through a very uh, rigorous vetting process in terms of hiring to make sure they're a good fit. As much as the customer is a good fit, we vet our staff as well.
0: Uh, you know, now, that, to those of you that are listening, that's an interesting point here. You know, you, vetting your customers to make sure they match who you are, that is a very interesting take on how how, how to go to market.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, it really is. It, it's a lot of fun because there, you get bombarded once in a while with a lot of inbound leads, right? People that are very excited to want to just have you as a client, like hire you. But there comes a point where you just have to know who you want to work with and the ideal persona. So really understanding who that is. And we already have that after seven years of working with so many different various types of individuals and companies, we know who our ideal customers are. And we Yes. Well, will listen and see if they're a good fit before we take them
0: on. So. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about your business. You, you started it in uh, 2013, if I yes. re- uh, recall, right. And it's uh, the, the, the name of the company is local SEO search. That's correct. And, and you're based in uh, Toronto. Yeah. Um, so SEO search, I mean, that's got a, you know, a tech uh, obviously <laughs> focus to it. Um, and because it's tech, most people wouldn't think of relationship dynamics as, as particularly important. It's it's more around algorithms and metrics, but yes. you're saying that it's something different than that.
1: Yeah. So let me just uh, go back a couple years before that. So um, I started my working career um, back in 2003, so 10 years before I started the company. And I was working- You're just a kid. You're just a kid. <laughs> so coming out of university, I studied finance and- um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, right? So I thought I wanted to continue traveling. So I got a teaching job for Japan, at in Japan, but uh, my, from my wise brother, he actually told me, it's probably best to start paying off your debt. So I declined that opportunity in Japan and I started working in sales in Toronto. And my first job was in sales doing advertising. and. It was a localized business and I was just selling ad space. And what I soon realized was I actually enjoyed meeting local business owners at that time and forming, like telling stories so that they actually like hearing and wanting to connect with you before selling that product or service, right? So the whole idea of sales was very you know, interesting in my sense, because I was learning as much as I can. And over the years in that, in the 10 years, I learned a lot in terms of digital sales, online sales and print and traditional sales, uh, advertising space. So my previous, like before I started, I actually worked in print at the yellow pages. So it's a printed directory of all ad space and it was a very good transition to Google right? Where that's where I focus my business on right now, which is local search engine optimization, which kind of took over from what it was a good extension and uh, transition from yellow pages. It's a directory online where people can now search by keywords and find business owners or information in a very well-organized way for that user, for the user intent.
0: Mm-hmm. So if I, as a, uh, oh, I- how would you how would you work with me as a client
1: uh, yeah so as a client um i usually have to understand your business right so typically we look at your website see what has been done uh, who your major competitors are and figure out what kind of keywords that you want to go after because we have a lot of tools and software that actually indicate what the search volume is and what actually can drive some additional visibility for your website once we uncover that, then we put together a plan, an action plan, um, where then we can have month-to-month deliverables, KPIs, and kind of go through what we can do and see if it would be worthwhile for you to work with us.
0: Now there are a lot of companies in your space. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, Google being one. I mean, Google does their own SEO. Uh, and they do AdWords in particular. Yeah. Yeah, in particular. So, so what sets your company apart? I mean, what's kind of the secret sauce, if you will?
1: I, to be honest, um, I don't know what my major competitors actually do in terms of their pitch and proposal, but I believe that from my relationship skill set where I meet or try to meet as many of my customers as possible, get to really understand them, get to really understand where they want to go and become more of an extension to their existing brand and company where I'm brought in as an in-house extension to their digital marketing space team, Um, that's where I feel I'm a little bit different because if they feel like I'm a part of their team and family, then we work really well together because then we kind of have the same goals and values.
0: So which goes back to vetting your clients before you start to work with them. Exactly. I, you know, some of my clients have been with me. Well, one in particular has been with me for over thirty years, um, and and I'm pretty proud of that. I mean, the a, a, the average tenure of my clients uh, it runs around a decade or so. I mean, yes. yeah. and it's not because I build independence; it's because I actually pay attention to the quality of the relationship, and I'm continuously looking for how do I add value. Now. That adding value piece, uh, I'm intrigued with that in terms of you know the work that you do because once you've done an SEO, I mean, yeah, what, how do you keep the
1: the value add proposition alive? So the thing about SEO is it's not do it once and forget it because uh, Google's algorithm there's nine changes a day according to Google last year, right? So you imagine that that's like almost over three thousand, four thousand changes. In terms of the Google algo, what you want to do is position yourself so that you're staying on top and you're at the forefront of what kind of changes Google wants to do, right? So, best practices, understanding what they're looking for in terms of signals, and really just running a really solid business yourself, right? Building a really good client base, retention base, um, you know, just everything from branding to relationships to health
0: of the business, right? Very important. I love that. So it is kind of on a continuum, you start with a project and then you just kind of work from there. Now, where where I'm going with this is, um, now, and and as a consequence of this, just, I mean, I'll just make this an aside here, just a little plug for you. Uh, Your company, Local SEO Search, was recognized as the top SEO agency in Canada in, uh, you know, I think it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so the, I mean, you're
0: doing something right.
1: Yeah. Over 7, uh, 1,000 agencies. So not as big as in the US, but uh, for us, for a seven-year-old company, I, I just feel like we're on the right track, right? And we're just getting better. We're adding more value every month, every year to every single client, doing more for what they're paying for. And people see that. They appreciate that they came in early, and now I'm, you know, the people that actually started with me seven years ago—they're reaping all the rewards, right?
0: Yeah, and and you, so your employee turnover is pretty low, if I understand correct. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. So how do you keep people connected to your company's purpose so that they don't just begin to do business; they're actually staying connected to the, the ethos of, of of the company.
1: Yeah, so uh, as much as I want client retention, staff retention is probably more important to me. So making sure that they feel involved in every single aspect of the organization from knowing which customers are coming in, what is going on, being very transparent in terms of even the books, right? From, From the bookkeeping standpoint, to knowing what kind of initiatives we have. We have monthly calls, weekly calls. We really have KPIs for every single team, individual. Um, And then we have coaching sessions. We have um, team get together, monthly get together. like just getting them as involved as possible um, allows us to set ourselves apart from our competitors. So you really are treating everybody like family. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And yeah, and, yeah I, I'm, I'm struck by this and I hope, you know, listeners that you caught this. I'm less concerned with client retention and more concerned with employee retention. Now that is an un- very interesting and a highly unusual comment for a CEO of an organization to make. And I say that because when you, again, you kind of go back to Gallup, uh, 87% of employees are disengaged and they're disengaged because There is an experience of, I don't matter. That's why people get disengaged. I, my opinion, what I'm bringing to the table doesn't matter in a, in a, in a meaningful way. So what I'm hearing from you, John, is that people do matter And, and it shows up not in just words, but through your actions and behaviors.
1: Yeah. And I just feel like by allowing them to express themselves and be more open and free, you get the most out of your employees by being more creative, giving more brainstorming sessions, um, allowing for more, you know, less R and D and really just more collaborative suggestions and openness. Right. So you get way more ideas, suggestions and people feel like they're not, I guess, uh, judged in any way yeah. um, because we want everyone to be open and express and communicate amongst each other right and that's where people are more free right and they will put in extra time that you don't even know about right to over deliver to your customers
0: yeah because they care exactly bottom line they Care for them and it shows up in them caring for others as well exactly. um, yeah, you, you give back to the community in a lot of ways, uh, you know, both from a business perspective, but also from a social perspective. And I say social, not in terms of having parties and that sort of thing. <laughs> I, was, I was struck by uh, part of um, when, when your assistant sent me your, uh, your biography here, free education to small business owners through live events. And, and you've got a podcast, Local SEO Today. Um, how do you, yeah, f- at a personal value level, uh, and again, we, we had a bit of a chat before we started recording the show today. Um, your personal values, I was struck by a couple of things that you said around, you know, paying attention to gratitude. You know, what kind of your, your, your North Star. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that specifically in terms of how it shows up in the way that you lead and run your company.
1: Yeah, so I, I really respect people's time. I respect everyone's hard work and their commitment to the organization. Um, so I reward them, right? Not just valuing by compensation, but maybe it's other things that my staff needs. Right? So is it a new laptop? Is it some time off for vacation? Like you have to understand people on a more personal level before then you can offer them something in reward. Right? Um, so gratitude by thanking them is one thing, but really, Understanding why they're working and what their purpose is ultimately is, right? Not just work purpose, but life purpose and family purpose, et cetera. So do you ask them that? Oh, so we have two, twice a year, we have our one-on-one meeting. So I get to meet and really understand their real goals, missions, purpose, and learn a little bit more about them and how I can help them achieve what they're looking to achieve. Okay. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So, and then is there, I'm asking these questions because I didn't have a chance to talk with you about this, but how do you match their personal aspirations with the company's aspirations and goals and objectives? Um, so that you're the, uh, I'm looking at I, I the totally. question of alignment.
1: Yeah. Yes, totally. Um, so again, it's a lot of brainstorming with my senior management team in terms of kpis right so how do we align uh, overall revenue sales uh, profit to uh compensating to the individuals or the teams so there's a lot of different commission structures and um, bonuses and whatever allotments uh, you know that you can do um, based on targets right so that's how i kind of structure and i really want to give back to the team more than Profit myself because, at the end of the day, what I feel like is, eventually, I will have enough money, and I'm okay to have a slow and steady process in doing so. As long as I have enough for my living today, I'm happy. I already have what I need, which is happy, contented people and solid relationships, and my clients that are super happy.
0: That's yeah, the Stoic philosophers, and I, yeah, I'm a student of uh, Sto- yeah, Stoic philosophy. Um, they they speak about everything in moderation. Yes. Uh, yeah, Marcus Aurelius, uh, all things in moderation. Not Nea yeah, Epictetus. Uh, yeah, don't don't go overboard one way or the other. Which yeah, and I'm mentioning this because a lot of yeah the the rap that a lot of uh, tech entrepreneurs get is that they're in it for themselves. Let's accumul- accumulate as much as I can as quickly as I can, which I think is one of the surest ways to begin to move away from what the spirit of the organization is about. Uh, you you, be- you begin to disconnect from, um, from what life is about. Life is not about accumulation. Life is about uh, circulation. Yeah. It's a, a relationship and circulation. And it sounds to me as if what you're doing is paying attention to that circular yeah, cir- yeah, 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 that, that circular process, you know, making sure that everybody's being touched by it.
1: Yeah. And I, I, two things I always go back to when I have these one-on-one discussions with any of my team members is life is about two things, relationships and experiences, right? Without those two, two things, there's no real purpose, right? Like you can buy as much stuff out there as you can. Um, and it will be instant gratification, but, in the long term, like, yes, you got to take care of your health. You got to exercise, you got to eat well, you got to take care of the people that are around you. But it's all revolves around the, you know, what you want in terms of the experiences in life. Right. And your business or your work is just one pillar out of your entire life scope. Right. So how are you doing with your community? How are you doing with your family right now and friends? Right. Are you, or even your personal, like if you have kids, children, a significant other, et cetera, like are you being present there? Are you actually spending time, valuable time, that's not interrupted by work or business or travel or TV or devices, right? Just being there and slow down. Uh, right? I, I
0: love that, I love that. Um, how can people find out more about, you, you've got actually two websites that I want you to speak to here. One is the website for your blog and the other one is your company's website so people can get more information about what you're up to. So where would we go and how would we uh, make make that happen?
1: Yeah, so my company website, uh, the main one is called localseosearch.ca. And you'll have a lot of information in regards to search engine optimization there. Um, But if you do want to learn a little bit more about the podcast, you can definitely go to localseotoday.ca. And there's uh, quite a lot of episodes there um, where we are here to educate you in terms of um, how to be successful as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, some tips and tricks and uh, shortcuts in terms of how to really um, strive for success.
0: That's beautiful. Well, I'm going to get on the podcast. I'm going to yeah, find out a little bit more about what you're doing and and actually how it might affect some of the stuff that we're doing uh, as well. Uh, those of you listening, I cannot encourage you enough again to uh, to check this out. Um, and John brings an incredible wealth of information that can be somewhat daunting, I think, to entrepreneurs because it because it is technical. It it, it, it starts digging into algorithms and all of these other things and this would be an interesting place to start to get a, a basic ed- education and you now you're located in Canada uh, when and, and so local SEO search do you work with folks in uh, the US do you work in, with folks or, you know, in other places outside of Canada? Yes, definitely.
1: So what I mean by local... That was a leading question. (laughs) So uh, what typically I find is a lot of business owners are looking to attract their customer base in their local vicinity, in their community. So that's what local means for local SEO. Um, And 80, 90% of our clients deal with local customers, right? So if you think about that local plumber, dentist, a physiotherapist or tree service guy um, they're all localized in terms of the radius is you know from two kilometers to a 100 kilometers in terms of their service area
0: perfect perfect local SEO search dot CA that's where you can get uh, information about the company and local SEO today, line, today local today dot CA is the podcast um, this is Blaine Bartlett. We've been listening to uh, Chris Wong on the Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. Um, Chris, I'm going to be sending you a copy of a new book that I have just literally finished writing. It's called Leadership Mindset, and it's a uh, uh, it, it's it's Leadership Mindset Weekly is the actual formal title, and it is a year long meditation practice uh, okay. on, on leadership. Then it speaks directly to how you're approaching what you're doing. And it's going to be available on my website uh, for purchase uh, in the, well, uh, 1st of April. Uh, so you're going to be getting a pre-release, a pre-publication copy of this. And I'll send oh, that nice off sir. to you uh, uh, as soon as we're, you know, often I've got the, my, my assistant set up to do that. Uh, you can find out more about what I'm up to uh, by going to blainebartlett.com. And you'll be able to find a lot of different things there that uh, I think you might find useful, particularly as leaders looking to develop yourselves and your organizations. Be sure you subscribe, uh, to the podcast. If you're listening for the first time, you yeah, click on the subscription button and you'll be getting information every time one of these episodes launch. Uh, we're doing these weekly. So, uh, Chris Vong, I wanna thank you so much for being my guest. It has been a wonderfully educational conversation and you are absolutely delightful, truly. I love what you're doing.
1: I really appreciate your time and uh, I'm happy to help any of your members who are interested in curing or reaching out to me. So thanks a lot, Blaine.
0: Thank you. This is Blaine Bartlett. You've been listening to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. Thank you for listening. Thank you.